are listening to the Die Hard Racerback Fan Podcast with your hosts, Taylor Stallnicker and Alex Hill. Two Arkansas guys talking about Arkansas sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here are Taylor and Alex. Welcome, listeners. This is the Die Hard Razorback Fan Podcast. I, my name is Taylor Stoneacre, and I'm here with my friend Alex Hill. Alex, how are you doing, man? Doing great, Taylor. Uh, it's been a while since we've uh, got together and had a had a discussion, at least a a tape discussion. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, we've been missing y'all for sure, for sure. Uh, so, um, man, we've got, I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of things we could discuss. Uh, we're, we're going to kind of try to get back in our old format where we're going to have, uh, four quarters here, but, uh, really, I guess let's just, let's play a little bit of catch up. Uh, anything going on here lately, Taylor, we, we want to talk about? Well, I would like to let all of our listeners know we had planned on having my grandfather on today's podcast, but he's not feeling well right now, so I would appreciate it all the listeners out there if y'all would keep my grandpa in your prayers and just wish him well because he's doing a little bit better. I went by and saw him today, but he needs our prayers desperately. So, Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, yeah, like Taylor said, we, uh, we had planned to sit down with... Uh, I guess the the original diehard Razorback fan. Yes. Uh, um, the the one that uh that kind of gave Taylor uh, uh, his love for the Razorbacks. Uh, you know we 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 had planned. Let, let's just say this. I mean your grandpa, um, who uh, I I just know him as Mr. Santini. But what's his first name? Nick. Nick Santini. Uh, sounds like he's had quite the life. Oh yes, um, has uh, quite a few stories. I mean, like hearing some of the stories that your mom and you have told me about him. He, he's he's just done a lot um, over the course of his ninety-two years. Is that ninety-two correct? years on Thursday? <clears throat> oh, okay. So his birthday is next week. Yes. Okay, I didn't realize that. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, Nick, uh, you are in our prayers. Um, we we ask our listeners if you if you have a moment to uh, of time to spare to to say a prayer for uh, Taylor's grandfather uh, so that he can get well and hopefully um, uh, be on the pod- podcast with us soon. Yes. So, um, anyways, let's just jump into this first quarter. Uh, this is a big topic, hot off the press. Uh, Something that really caught me off guard came out of SEC media days. Yes. Uh, uh, Taylor, what's going on with the SEC conference? Well, I am hearing from Paul Feinbaum and other sources that Texas and Oklahoma have reached out to the SEC about possibly joining the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy 
uh, how that came out. Just, I mean, it was out of nowhere to me. I mean, maybe it's something that's been in the works for a while. Uh, maybe, maybe it's something that was spurned after the scheduling of uh, this Arkansas Texas matchup. You know, I think I think we got a home and home matchup with them for the next couple of years. Uh, Arkansas plays Texas on September 11th. That is correct. Um, so, Taylor, this this will, if this occurs, this would give the SEC 16 teams. That there's, is correct. And there's been a lot of uh, talk on, well, how's this going to work? How's schedule going to work? Where, who's going to be in the East? Who's going to be in the West? You know that sort of thing. What what's what's some speculation that you've that you've heard about? Well, I don't know who's going to be all in the West and all in the East yet, but um, I do have a little format here that I'd like to read off. Mm-hmm. This is from the SEC Network, and they have created four different pods: A, B, C, and D. And if you don't mind, Alex, I'll go ahead and read these off. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So pod A would be Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina. Pod B would be Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Pod C would be LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss and Texas A&M, and Pod D, this is my all-time favorite out of all of them, <laughs> yeah. Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. Bring it on, baby. <clears throat> you know, I mean, with that, I mean, as many years as Arkansas has gotten, in my opinion, hosed on schedule, uh... I mean, so 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 basically, I correct me if I'm wrong. Each pod would play each team. Each team in, in in their respective pods. Yes. Would play each team once. Yes. And then they would be playing what two teams out of the rem, out of the remaining pods? Is that yes. correct? Yes. Which would which would be a total of let's see, two, four, six out of the remaining pods. And then three in their own pod, so nine SEC games. Yes. Which would leave what two non-conference games? Three. Three. Oh, okay, so there's there'd be a twelve-game season. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, but honestly, man, man, I'm just excited about Texas and Oklahoma being in our division. Bring it on, baby! I said it twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, some sometimes things need to be said. Um, more than once, you know, with some fierce conviction. So, yes. Uh, but, I mean, I like that pod, honestly. I mean, it, you know, historically, you know, I, you know, I mean, the, the pod that I definitely wouldn't want to have been in, which doesn't exist, I guess, is, is uh, one that has LSU and Alabama. Right. In the same pod. And, and and you know who knows? I mean, I, I I will say this: if I were Kentucky or Vanderbilt, I would not like these pods. <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, um, but you know, I mean, it's you know they're trying to do it geographically, obviously, um, and you know makes a whole lot of sense. You know, it cuts down on the cost of transportation. You know, for you know some of the games, anyways. But um, uh, you know, 
I, I think that's well and good, and, and I mean it's a good effort. But I mean, Taylor, what what do you th- I mean, do you think that Oklahoma and Texas getting in the SEC is overall a good thing for? Let Let me ask you: Is it a good thing for the SEC in general? And then and then let's back up and is it a good thing for Arkansas? So for, first, is it a good thing for the SEC? Do you think? Or do you think it's bad? Well, I think it's a great thing for the SEC because think about the recruiting. All those five-star recruits that go to Alabama, they're maybe not want to. They're maybe not want to go to Alabama. I'm trying to say they're going to say I can go to Oklahoma and Texas. I don't have to go to Alabama. So so okay. it's going to help out with the recruiting. So I think that that part is good for the SEC. So do you think you think you think the recruits will be a little bit more evenly distributed? Yes. Um, instead of, you know, Alabama getting seven five star recruits on defense yes. every year. Yes. Uh, yeah, that that's that's possible. Um it's also possible it could work the other way around. It could open up recruiting, even more recruiting in those states and I mean I'm just you know, I'm playing devil's advocate. You know, I'm thinking, you know, that could be have the opposite uh, effect, yeah. Um, but uh, um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I mean, what this, what this is all about is money. Um, I agree. O- Oklahoma and Texas have has recognized that the SEC network, um, is is a cash cow and, and generates a quite a bit of revenue for the schools and in the SEC. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's part of the reason that they want to be in the SEC. Um, and, and maybe, maybe part of it is that they, they feel like that the competition in their respective conference has kind of fizzled and, you know, not up to par and, and, um, I don't know. I, what do you think, uh, do you think this is going to be good for Arkansas? Um, yes, because Arkansas and Texas are rivals. Mm-hmm. And me being the number one Razorback fan that I am, I would love to see us play Texas and Oklahoma every year. I would agree, um, especially Texas. Uh, yes, I think, I think if anything, I mean, whether Arkansas or Texas are good teams or bad teams, or or one's good and one's terrible from year to year, uh, that's going to be quite the draw. Um, right and in in rivalry games sometimes you know it doesn't matter the quality or the abilities of the teams on the field sometimes you know uh, you just throw the, you throw the stats out the window and you know you have well hopefully a pretty decent game um, so what do you think about Oklahoma and Texas being in our pod man is that a good thing I think it is well if if they if they go that 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 direction where whereas you have a pod of four teams it makes complete and total sense I mean geographically it's, yes it's it's the way to go um, and uh, you know what's funny you, you said that there's a you know there, there's always been this rivalry between Arkansas and Texas. You were telling me yesterday about something that the Missouri coach said. What was that? Uh, well, I guess it was at the SEC Media Days. Yes, I'll tell I'll tell you and our listeners about that. So, Eli Drinkwitz was at the podium at SEC Media Days, and someone asked him about the rivalry with Arkansas, and he said he likes the rivalry, 
and he would like to continue it, but he also stated that he can't remember the last time Arkansas beat them. <laughs> so, so I think yeah. I think he just added some fuel to the fire right there. Oh yeah, yeah. And and at, at the end of the day that was that was a that was a playful jab. Um a pretty humorous one to be honest. I mean I mean I I can't I can't be I mean I know I know that some people will probably hear that and be mad. Um that that to me is hilarious. That and, and that was a playful jab. And the thing is is I I guarantee you Sam Pittman um you know I I don't know if he had a response, but I'm sure Sam Pittman's response was was probably equally I I'm sure he got a good, a big kick out of that. What do you um, think that Coach Drinkwitz's uh, motive was behind saying that? I, I think he was mostly just trying to be funny, but then also, I mean, you know, you know, increase that that whole rivalry um, tension, I guess you'd say, because the thing is, is like, I, I think some of the best rivalries are not the bitter rivalries. You know, there, there's. There's some there's some rivalries in college sports. Uh, one in particular that I can think of is the rivalry between Ohio State and Michigan. Those folks hate each other. Yes. It is a bitter rivalry. Um, when it comes to Arkansas and Texas, I think it's more. I I, I mean we we definitely want to knock knock the other's teeth out, you know, right. You know, across the field. But I think as far as fan bases go, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. You know, it's a fun rivalry. Yes. Um, I think, I think you could say that about Arkansas and LSU actually too. Um, um, as, as obnoxious as LSU fans are, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's a fun rivalry, you know? Um, Again, I, again, I, I, the the Ohio State and Michigan fan bases are just ruthless, though, as far as I can tell. But uh, but yeah, hey, bring it on, bring it on, Missouri, because uh, <laughs> we coming for you. And if we're in the same pod as Texas and Oklahoma, hey, Texas, Oklahoma, we're coming for you too. Um, let me ask you this though, and, and the, um, so. I mean, obviously, there's probably going to need to be an East and a West division. Yes, and right? I've heard I've heard rumors about Auburn going to the East. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, obviously, and then and then of course Missouri, who's in the East now, would come to the West. Probably that they would. I would like to think that they would fix that. Yes, and then um, so Auburn goes goes East. Missouri comes West. Um, so you still have you still have two teams coming to the west with you know Oklahoma and Texas. So there's going to need to be one more team that's in the west. I, I think I, I think I've got it right anyway. So let, let's let's boil this down. Okay. So we've got Oklahoma, we've got Missouri, we've got Texas, we've got Arkansas, we've got the two Mississippi teams, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's seven. The next team, I believe, geographically to the east is Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, those... <laughs> That's seven, though, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, so we need one more team, right? Right. So, 
why would hmm that's okay maybe maybe i'm not making sense taylor well let's let's back up okay this is a little confusing so so i mean so you're saying auburn should go east that's what people are saying okay and that and that would and that would put eight teams in each in each division there would be some other teams shifting around gotcha gotcha okay but more or less the dividing line's probably going to be smack dab in the middle of alabama so right so yeah that's uh um and you know that's i mean if i've heard i've heard as as early as as recently as today that um there's there's only a 50-50 chance that this is going to happen really yeah um I, I there's probably a lot of moving parts probably a lot of things we don't understand that's going on behind the scenes but uh i don't know i i guess at the end of the day i kind of hope it works out i hope it does too um i think for the same reasons that you mentioned earlier um the the fact that we can play, that we'll be playing Oklahoma and Texas on a on a yearly basis um and Missouri so here we go and so yeah and the thing is though is I, I'm guessing as far as basketball goes you know I mean we're gonna be playing we're gonna be playing Oklahoma and Texas and basketball yeah quite a bit more and uh, I got one more question that's gonna for be you. interesting yep so. What source did you hear that it's a 50-50 chance? Because I'm hearing that it's a done deal next week. Oh, really? Um, I read it on Facebook. So you know it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody on Facebook said it's a 50-50 chance. Some guy, my uncle's cousin's um, sister's boyfriend, um, yeah, is one of those things. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, anything else you want to discuss on that, Taylor, before we head into second quarter? Well, I am definitely praying that this happens, Alex. Okay. All right. Good deal. All right. Let's head into the second quarter. Um, a very recent uh, uh, thing that happened, uh, I guess, within the last week. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. Yes, they are. And um, uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about the coach for the Bucks. What was you, you were mentioning something earlier? Well, Mike Budenholzer was in his third season this year, and two years ago he got knocked out by Toronto after having a 2-0 lead. And then last year he lost in the second round to the Miami Heat. And this year he was down 0-2 against Brooklyn. He was down 0-2 in another series and just kept fighting and battling. And they were down 0-2 to Phoenix as well. And they ended up getting the W. And I'm just happy for Coach Budenholzer. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy for the Bucks, And I'm happy for their fan base. And I'm happy for Mr. Bobby Portis. Of course, and that's probably the main reason we're uh, we're going to be talking about about the championship. Um, of course, uh, you know. And before we get to Portis, <laughs> I wanted to ask you something. So, uh, Gianna, Gianni, Giannis, Giannis. See, I I I, uh, I, I always see his name um, 
and and for some reason I, I never pay attention for whenever it's said out loud but uh um do you like chicken nuggets i do you do so this guy decided to celebrate at chick-fil-a i guess the day or two after the championship he pulled through the drive-thru you know how many chicken nuggets he ordered how many 50 50 so taylor i want to ask you something i want you to be honest with me if uh do you think you could down 50 chicken nuggets in one sitting i doubt it you doubt it mm -hmm. how many chicken nuggets do you think you could eat in one sitting maybe and and and, and let's let's let, let's just let's disregard um <laughs> i don't know just just health in general let, let, let let's just Let's just think about okay the the sheer quantity of food that you think that you could uh, eat. How, how how many chicken nuggets do you think you could eat in one sitting? Probably ten or twelve. Ten or twelve? That's all. Yeah, man. You tell. I, I mean, you know, we're both pretty big guys. You know, I figure I figure we can put away some food. I I feel like uh, now fifty fifty substantial. I might be able to eat fifty over the course of a day. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe, maybe 20, maybe 25. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I, I just feel like, uh, feel like you'd be overdoing it. But anyways, this guy went to Chick-fil-A the day after, and I guess, I guess he decided that he was going to eat a chicken nugget for every point scored. Yeah. Last game. Um, so, uh, so anyways, a little off tangent there, um, Man, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised the Suns didn't win. Yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, that's that's who you were counting on winning, too, weren't you? I mean, well, I was rooting for Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, you know, we're also, of course, we're rooting for Bobby for Portis. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis had had some great games, and, and and honestly, I mean, I feel like if it hadn't been for Portis and his contributions, the Bucks wouldn't have been in this. No. Um, so, but let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's, let's just tell, let, let's talk about Bobby Portis and, uh, you know, his time at Arkansas and then, and then how he, I guess, got to be where he is now, NBA champion. Well, of course he played under Mike Anderson, right? Mike Anderson recruited him in 2013. He played his high school ball at Little Rock Hall in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. And he was an All-American, and he came to Arkansas, and he did some good things in his two years there. He um, beat Kentucky twice his first year, and then his sophomore year, he led the Hogs to the NCAA tournament where they beat Wofford, mm -hmm. and then lost to North Carolina. So I remember that. He now, left a name for himself. Was one of those games the game where Michael Qualls uh, got that dunk at the last second. Yes. Yeah. I, man, probably probably one of the most epic moments in Arkansas basketball. Yes, um, for sure. Aside of Scotty Thurman's shot. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, the thing is, is I mean, in the, in the scheme of things, you know, I mean, beating Kentucky in a regular season game is, uh, you know, it's 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 a big deal. It's an even bigger deal, you know, if, if we do it in the style that we did at the end of that game. But then also, 
Yeah, but of course, you know, the stakes weren't, I guess, that high either, you know, as far as what Scotty, Th but Scotty Thurman did. But um, so, you know, Bobby, he had a, he had a pretty good uh, college career. Then he went to the NBA. What teams was he with? He was with the Chicago Bulls at first. Right. And I believe he was drafted 22nd overall mm -hmm. in 2015. And then he's bounced around. He's been with the Knicks. He's been with the uh, Bulls, of course, and a few other teams. And now he's found a home, it looks like, in Milwaukee. Yeah, so I, and and I and, and I feel like the fan base in Milwaukee is really embraced him. Yes, um, it, it appears to be so. Now, I you know he's he's had a few bumps in the road though. Um, you know, I mean let's let's just face it. Um, he has a little bit of a personality. You know, yeah. uh, uh, got in trouble in Chicago. I believe. Yeah. Um, punched a team out out a teammate out. I believe is, yeah. is that the case? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, like you said, bounced around. Took a little while to kind of find his niche. Um, honestly, I mean, I feel like the series. It was a great series. Uh, I uh, I kind of wished, um, e even though even though the Suns were a, a better team than the Clippers, I I would have loved to have seen what would happen with Patrick Beverly and Bobby Portis going going against one another. Because, um, I mean, you know, the, talk about personality. You know, those those two going toe-to-toe -to -toe with one another um, would would have been fun to watch. Yes. Um, but uh, at any rate, you know, we're, we're very happy for Bobby Portis. Uh, not only Arkansas alum, but, um, I mean, Arkansas born and raised, you know, right down the road in Little Rock. Uh, yep. So he was born awesome. on February tenth, nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. You know, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think about. Like, uh, so wait, nineteen? So he's just a few years older than you, isn't he? Or no, he's he's about your age. Yeah, February tenth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and then you were born May twelfth, nineteen ninety three. Oh, okay. So you're a little bit older than him, but. You know, it's crazy, like, uh, you, you, you think of Bobby Portis and you think, man, he's probably been in the league forever. He really hasn't, you know. No, it, it's, it's only his sixth year. Yeah, if, but it feels like he's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, which is which is actually, I guess, kind of a good thing for him. Like, or, you know, it, he he seems pretty seasoned, you know, for, for where he's at. So, I'll tell you what. This team sticks together. This probably isn't going to be the last championship run that they make. Um, got a lot of good talent there. Uh, anything you got got to say about Bobby Portis? Well, I'm Portis. just happy that he won the championship, and I'm happy for the Bucks. They broke a 50-year drought. Yeah. So I'm extremely excited for Coach Budenholzer and the entire Bucks coaching staff and. Let's run it back next year, man. So that's that's who you're rooting for. Rooting for. Yeah. Those, those bucks. Okay. But I'm also going to be cheering for whatever team Moses Moody goes to. Oh, that's right. That's, uh, you know, I've heard he's had workouts. Uh, you, you know, a little bit of a tangent, but hey, let's go with it. I've heard that he's had workouts with multiple teams, uh, Two of which were uh, Oklahoma Thunder and uh, Charlotte. Uh, uh, have you heard anything else about any teams that's looking at him? 
He also had a workout with the Pacers. Okay. And the Golden State Warriors. Could you imagine him, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson on the same court? There's only one ball, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was about to ask you, so which one of those teams would he fit in the best? I'm hoping uh, he goes to the Pacers, man. Yeah. You think so? You think uh you think they're in need for uh for a, a decent shooting guard? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I when you said Golden State, I thought, eh, you know, I don't know how that was gonna that would work because, you know, we've got you've got a um you've just got you got a lot of shooters, you know. Of course, you know, Moses Moody, you know, he's known for his defense too. Yeah. Know? So um Moody is the type of player though where I mean he can play multiple I mean he's he's not a he's not just a shoot I mean I mean that's probably his primary position but he can do more than just a, a shooting guard he can he can do more than uh than that I believe but um yeah well when 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 is the uh the draft on when grandpa's you? birthday oh okay so July it's 29th I did not realize it was coming up man so, uh, well, good luck to Moses Moody. Uh, anybody else from the Razorbacks that we're forgetting about that uh, might go in the draft? Um, Not this year. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking. Uh, uh, how, how about? Well, what about the what about the transfer from Indiana? Um, Justin Smith. Justin Smith is he not going to be uh, looking into going in the draft, or at least I I don't know if his draft stock is that high. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. No. Okay. I've heard. I've heard that he's he's entertaining options of playing overseas and yeah. some other stuff like that. So, um, all right, very good. Well, and that brings us to halftime, guys. Uh, appreciate you sticking with us, and uh, we're just gonna head head into the third quarter, and uh, we're gonna have a little bit of a movie review, I guess you'd say. Um, now. Taylor, you saw this movie in the movie theater. Yes. I saw this movie, or at least I kind of watched it, kind of half paid attention to it, uh, in my living room while I watched it on HBO Max. Space Jam Legacy. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts. Give me your rundown. Let Try not to... I guess, I guess we'll try not to spoil anything, but like... Uh, yeah, what's your opinion of it? And then, um, you know, anything anything you might could say to that would get somebody to go and watch this if they weren't already thinking about it? Well, um, I will say, in my personal opinion, it was not as good as the Michael Jordan one. Yeah, well, and I would tend to agree and it's and it's not anything against uh uh really lebron or anything like that i mean um i do think that lebron james is actually a decent actor yes um he's been in other movies before and he's actually done a pretty good job yes uh michael jordan is not an actor <laughs> no um and and you know what? He doesn't have to be one because he's the greatest basketball player that ever lived. Yes. Um, you know, you, you you don't have to you know, you don't have to dabble in in acting to to make yourself more relevant. Um 
Uh, not to say that LeBron has to do that either, but, um, you know, it was, it was entertaining. Um, I kind of got a little bored with it. Um, uh, the story was kind of, I don't know, seemed recycled. I did, I, the one thing I did enjoy is, is, you know, how they, they put some of the cartoon characters in like these old movies um, especially, oh, who was it, who was it that was in the Mad Max? Uh, I forgot that they, they went to the Mad Max universe and they, they got one of the cartoon characters. I can't remember which one. Uh, like I said, guys, I kind of halfway paid attention to it. Uh, it was one of those things where I'm sitting on the couch and I get a text message and, and then I fall down the, the, the rabbit hole of, Facebook and then I look up and you know I've missed the last 20 minutes <laughs> you know so um I mean I think it was an entertaining movie yeah you know? uh and um I think uh I think I'm glad I watched it on HBO Max and didn't spend extra money to go watch it in the movie theater though um but uh but I agree I I, I there there's there's this nostalgia that comes with the original Space Jam yes I think um, what was, I guess without giving too much away, what was, what, did you have like a favorite scene or, or anything like that in this, in this new movie, uh, that, that you liked? Not really a favorite scene. I just, I thought it was cool, you know, all the characters and yeah. everything, but I, I really didn't have a favorite scene. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um... Like I said, I kind of liked whenever they went, they 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 put these cartoon characters in the this this DC or, or or Warner Brothers universe. The thing is, is at the end of the day, it was a it was kind of a big giant commercial for Warner Brothers, right? You know? um, oh, another thing that I got a real big laugh out of, and and well, I can't really share it, but it does have to do with Michael Jordan. There's a scene where, let's just say, Michael Jordan is in, but it's not in a way that you would anticipate or expect. And whenever it happens, I mean, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought, uh, um, some people may not, but, but uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so anyways... Uh, I would say I, I would say it's 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 not a bad movie. It's it's worth checking out. Or, you know, it's probably one of those things where, if you just want to save your money and rent it on Redbox or whatever when it comes out, and not spend a a bunch of money at the movie theater, you know that that's what I would say. Or if you have HBO Max, you know, check it out if you got got an hour and a half to spare. Um, anything else on Space Jam Legacy? Well, I would still recommend to our listeners to go see it. Okay. It's uh, worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. I I I would I would say I would say so, except I I don't know. I I I feel I feel I feel like my money might be spent better <laughs> in better places. Yeah. But uh um and and for and for sure, um if you haven't watched the original Space Jam definitely watch it because um it's a lot of fun uh all right well end of third quarter taylor 
uh, heading into the fourth, uh, this is where we generally try to um, talk about kind of faith-based uh, things, you know, things that are dear to our heart. Um, you know, we we are both uh, uh, members of the Lord's Church, mm -hmm. and uh, and you know, we thought we would just talk a little bit about prayer. Uh, we would highlight a verse about prayer, um, and I've got one pulled up here. Um, it's in First John five fourteen, uh, and it reads, "This is the confidence we have in approaching God." That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Taylor, what's what's your initial thoughts on 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 that verse? Well, I think that's a great verse, and a thing that you mentioned in that is that things might only happen if it's God's will. Correct. Correct. So, I'm praying that if it's God's will, that yeah. Texas and Oklahoma will move to the SEC. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I'll be all right. If it doesn't happen, then I suppose that uh, um, God thinks that Texas and Oklahoma are just not good enough to be in the SEC. <laughs> you know, I mean, I suppose that's the case. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're, you're right, Taylor. Um, um and something else I wanted to point yeah. out, you can't just say, God, give me a million dollars and it's going to happen. Well, no. No, I mean, and, and, you know, there's actually some folks who, who may think that, you know, uh, um, you know, that they preach uh, this prosperity gospel. You know, if you, if, uh, if you live right and do right, you know, God will give you everything that you ever hoped and dreamed for. Um Sorry to say that's that's not the case because well I mean specifically in this verse you know if it's if it's God's will that you you have you know uh, a, a fruitful life you know then okay but what what God's will is ultimately is for us to follow Him and for us to preach the gospel to every living soul on this yes. earth and so. Um, you know, I mean, there, there are times though, you know, like, you know, there's, there's some tough times, you know, yes. where we, we kneel down and we, we ask God, please take this burden away from us. Please help. Please guide us. Please, you know, uh, just, uh, make things better. And, uh, and sometimes, well, Rest assured, God hears those prayers. Yes. He does. And and the thing is, is, you know, this verse says, you know, we have the confidence in approaching God. We have, we, we can trust him wholeheartedly that he's going to hear our prayers. And it's not, and he's not going to dismiss those prayers. Although that, there may be some answers that we don't like or we don't understand in the moment. But I tell you what, I mean, God has really good timing you know there, there there there's some things where you know uh he really pulls through for us you know and, and but we what we do have to understand as well too is that we live in a world that is not our world you know right. um a lot of the bad things that happen in this world aren't because of god it's because it's because of sin it's because of people's actions it's because of the evil one 
you know, uh, well, doing his thing. Well, Alex, I wanted to ask you, man, what would you say to the person out there who might be listening to this that says, if God truly loved us so much, why does he allow this virus to keep spreading? (sighs) Taylor, that is... That, that that is such a a difficult question um you know and the thing is is you know there's a there's a song that i've that i've heard on uh i don't know if you've ever do you ever listen to k-love no uh there, there there's a song on there and i don't know who sings it um but one of the verses goes like you know god i i i shouted to you i beg you to do this and you know nothing happened and and basically god's response was well i did respond i i did respond i created you and the thing is is the i I, i'm a firm believer that the world is what we make of it and you know in terms of what you just said now about the virus um the the virus can can be not as bad as what it is if if we look out for ourselves if we look out for our neighbors if we take the necessary steps to not only help ourselves but help each other you know and and you know I'm not going to get on here and talk about what what we need to do what we don't need to do we there's obviously some steps that we need to take Taylor, that, yeah. that I feel like you and I have taken, yeah, and many others have taken, but unfortunately, you know, in the state that we live in, the majority of folks haven't. And so, when somebody says, how can God allow this to happen? How can God allow a virus to sweep through the population and, and devastate and put people in the hospital and worse? It's that's that's not god that's that's people making poor decisions mhm and i'm not saying the people in the hospital have made poor decisions what i'm saying is that the entire population the entire our 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 society is is not geared towards helping one another our society is geared towards helping ourselves right and uh and that's not godly and and so therefore a virus going through how it is right now. I, I man, you got me on a soapbox, <laughs> but but I mean, it's not of God. No. Um, if uh, I feel like if we followed God's teachings, um, things wouldn't be as bad as what they are right now. Me too. And, and I mean, you know, for listeners who listen to this at any point, you know, in the future, you know, today is uh, uh, July twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, and we're. In Arkansas, which is the epicenter of this pandemic right now, and um, things are getting rough. And um, all I can say is, do what you can to to help each other out. Right. And, Very well uh, and, said. And and, and and don't blame God. Don't blame God. And and pray. Yes. Because you know, there's a lot of folks in this world who who say that prayer doesn't work, it does work. Yes. God's listening. But uh, it, 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 
with, with, with that guys, um, I've always felt like that Taylor, um, you know, Taylor, whenever he leads prayers at church, um, he has these beautiful prayers. And what's great about them is that you can tell that they're always from the heart. They're not um, rehearsed, I guess you'd say. You know, you you speak what's on your mind, you speak what's on your heart. And, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that can be said, you know, and, and they can be prayed for. And, you know, I think uh, before this podcast started, I asked Taylor if uh, if he would like to like to end it. You know, since we're talking about prayer, if he could, if he want to want to end it with a prayer, and so uh, uh, Taylor is a. Uh, I'm gonna take my hat off here, um, and uh, Taylor's gonna kind of close things out with a with a prayer. Um, whenever you're ready. Okay. Heavenly Father, me and Alex come before you at this time, so humbled to be called your children. We thank you so much for each other's friendship, me and Alex. We're so thankful that we had this opportunity to be together, Lord, and we just cherish it. We cherish every moment. And we thank you that me and Alex are members of Christ Church. Help us to never forget that and always hold steadfast to your word. And we thank you for our congregations, Northside and Highway. We pray that both congregations will continue to grow and Father, we just love you so very much and thank you for allowing us to have this time together today. And just keep us safe in this pandemic as the numbers are starting to go up. We pray that people will take the necessary steps to do what they need to do to make things better and help us, help us to all do our part. And Father, forgive us of the times where we sin, Lord. We're so sorry. Help us to do better each and every day and we love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Guys, uh, we appreciate you being with us. Um, we uh, we pray that y'all stay safe. And uh, Taylor, is there anything else uh, we need to mention before we, uh, before we leave, leave our listeners? Well, I just want to thank everybody for listening and we're hoping to have my grandpa on sometime in the future. Excellent. Okay. Go hogs and woo pig, baby!